This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show, y'all. This is my talk, 107.1. We are everything entertainment. Donna Valentine here, Steve Patterson there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Brother woo, Rob woo, is woo, filling woo. in for Dawn McLean. She's got a few days off. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks, Brother Rob. How are you yeah, feeling? A yeah, few days into this double duty. Surprisingly well, actually. You know why? Because you, you, he does well. He, he has done weird you've done probably some of the weirdest shifts you've probably slept on the couch more than any other on-air talent at hubbard that's my guess i have between doing shifts here and across the hall at ks95 mm-hmm. absolutely but the, and the you're way, chill you know you go with the flow he's chill the only he's way chill. i can pull the only way i can pull this off and i get i like to get here early and i get up early because i like to ease into my day so i get up around 2 a.m oh <gasps> the only wow what Rob. The only way I can do it is to eat well, try to get a little sun and a little exercise in there. And uh, I'm not drinking the craft beer, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'll just leave you feeling heavy. And um, so what time did you go to bed last night? Well, I got a nap in from like three to six yesterday. Good. Back to bed from like two, ten till two. Donna, don't say whoa. You'll nap for three hours? Yes, because he's awake at 2 (laughs) a.m. I understand. I understand. I did mornings for 14 years. I get it. Yeah, it's just a three hour nap that would be my minimum if I was waking up at 2. It's just the way that it worked so far. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you, I just, whoa. I don't, I, you know, what sucks about doing mornings is like you, kind of lose track of the days because each <laughs> yes. day is two days in one mm-hmm. just because of the go to sleep wake up then go to sleep wake up again you it know sucks. marjorie marjorie punnett described it as having jet lag all the time all the time you're yeah, just it's never almost like you're a little drunk all the time <laughs> you're never fully there you're never not jet lag you're never just, at 100 percent. which is why i can do without the craft beer because yeah, yeah. i have that same feeling no it's um <laughs> yeah you're never quite 100 percent well, well, thank you God. for doing this, well, Brother Rob. I'm happy to do it. Us. I love working now, with you guys. You got big news in the world of Donna Valentine. You got it, buddy. Uh, tell us what your little adventure that you went on. So yesterday I went and got a COVID test. Nice. Believe me, you. You got to jump through some hoops to get that done. Um, but I, it was real slick, in and out. But... I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go on rides where let's just say the log flume or a roller coaster and they take your picture during that (laughs) one Yes, like on the hill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I would love to see what my face looked like at the point <laughs> of contact between the Q-tip and my brain. Oh, that's a great because... idea. Mid-COVID test. <laughs> and then on the way out, they're like, by the way, take a look. If you want to get it, we can get this $15 and an 8 by 10 Right, exactly. $20 worth of frame. <laughs> so how would so, you describe the feeling? The way you kind of described it, like getting... Water in your nose, but then, you know, like chlorinated water up Mm -hmm, high, high, high in your nose Mm -hmm. and then having someone swish it around for like three (laughs) seconds just to Mm. rub it in. I I am telling you my face. I just Mm -hmm. I must have grimaced so hard. I mean, I literally (laughs) could acknowledge that my face was looking real bad like that scream picture by edvard munch (laughs) it's like because it's 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 very difficult for your eyes to not sort of like flicker with blinking or roll into the back of your head like it's like a whoa man that's whoa that's (laughs) high up there and then when you got one so did the person who performed this like for me she was behind plexiglass she was all suited up, and then she stuck her arms through this hole <laughs> and then said, which side do you want? And I said, that side. So I did get a choice, which was very nice. And you went right um, nostril. I went right nostril, and then I was like, with my face. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, bye. I'm like, all right, see you later, thanks. So, um, yeah, I just did that out of curiosity. I, I was exposed. I found out. Um, through a friend and so I'm which is why I'm home and um, you know just keeping it safe how would you I know we're all keeping it safe back to the pain of the COVID test Uh, how would you compare it to a mammogram I would rather have a mammogram thank you for asking now I've heard a mammogram described (laughs) as um, rather have a mammogram there was I heard a comedian once say uh, if you're worried about having a mammogram and you want to be prepared before you go in, just lay down in your garage and have your husband back the car up over your breast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all or I know the... about mammograms. Yeah, it's 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 there's a moment of discomfort, you know, when they're taking the picture and your boob is just smushed in this really unnatural state while you're holding on to a bar. Another good photo opportunity. By the way, here you are mid-mammogram. We can get this to you for $13. Or if you'd like any wallets, we have a bonus deal. You could get that in in one of those uh, little things. Remember the little things that you would like look into, like the little telescope, you pointed at the light, and then you had the picture on the keychain? You can do that with your mammogram, and you're, oh, check out my COVID (laughs) test, too. You want to see this one? I know. That's exactly. I think that's a really great business opportunity. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing this schmucky Capture job for? Capture your COVID test. <laughs> anyway, I'll work on that business plan. Um, anyway, how's uh, first of all, can I just can I just vent about something? Sounds like you're ready to. Yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm really getting sick and tired of these emails coming to my inbox. This one is for today compression socks. Oh, How old do you have to turn when they start sending this stuff to you? Well, because you it's know. it's really irritating me. I used to get the Lillian whatever catalogs in the mail, like the physical mail. What's her name? Lillian Vernon, okay. I think. So where they offer like garden gnomes and house coats. <laughs> you know, it's just like well, why let me ask are you, you sending Donna. me this? 
if you got an email saying, hey, are you ready for compression socks? What age do you think would be appropriate for you to start receiving those emails? Is that more of like 65. a 65? 65. 65 retirement age. <sighs> okay. I'm just yeah. saying. Compression like socks can... are good for everybody of any age. Good okay. for circulation. I... You're right. It's just I find it <laughs> offensive. Because you get compression socks, skin tag removal, DIY skin tag mm-hmm. removal things. Yep. Crepe erase for my chest. <laughs> <laughs> For my crepey chest. Yeah, on second thought, I think we'll pass on that mammogram photo op. (laughs) (laughs) As you would say, isn't that just an 8 by 10 of Iggy Pop? Shut up, Steve. You gave me that material, Donna. I can make the joke. You can't. (laughs) It's like your family. I can say bad things about my family. Other people can't. You know the rules. I know the rules. Anyway, what did you do yesterday? Uh, I went to bed early last night because I just became a cranky old man. I was like, I'm going to exercise. I exercised once I got home. Oh, and then how'd that do? How'd that go? It just that beat that? the crap out of me. And then I, afterward, I went up, I take, get a shower, and then I'm downstairs with uh, three of the four kids, wife and the other daughter doing something. And I just found myself so unbelievably tired, worn out, exhausted, and then cranky. And I just didn't like that feeling. I was laying there feeling cranky, thinking, yeah. why, why? I want I'm more energy. Too. I'm cranky. But I was, I just thought I should be, I'm 36. I should be able to exercise at the end of a day and not feel totally physically destroyed and cranky. So Maybe you I, should do it at the beginning of the day. I do apologize to the kids and say, look, I was grumpy tonight because I was tired and a baby. And I'm sorry. Oh, that's sweet of you. But don't cross me! That we should tell everybody, you're probably so different at home. You're probably like, kids, get in your damn rooms and shut the door, and I don't want to hear from you. (laughs) Um, That's what I'm picturing. Mary, Mary, (laughs) why do we need all these damn kids? (laughs) (laughs) No, I am more stern at home, though. I will get out stern voice. My kids can take it. Co-workers I would like video are, of that. Or babies, you know, all of us. We're all babies. If you got stern with me, I'd be like, okay, we have a thing. I get stern with my kids. They're like, all right, yeah, we'll do that, Dad. You gotta have dad voice. Yeah, you. What do you want to do? You want to be one of those hippies? Those those hippies? We just don't say no to Cadence. Yeah, we're just sort of letting him experience it on his own, and we're just letting him carve his own path. We just let him put a fork into the outlet. A little old-fashioned parenting every now and again goes a long way. Now you got me irritated. All right, we should go. Whatever. All right, when we come back, will you uh, bring some things that make you go, huh? Yeah. um, I got some too, by the way. Oh, you do? Yeah, I would like to participate. Great, great. Um, I have have an interesting one about New York City. And by interest, I mean kind of interesting. We'll get into it when we return. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We might have Alicia Keys joining us live in studio to perform some music. What? Well, we might. We haven't reached out or anything like that. And it, there's a high likelihood <laughs> that it won't happen. But technically, we might. It's not All a right, firm don't no. Listen to him right now. Uh, Rob, no, can you save us? We would have despised each other in school. Why do you say you that? that? We're totally different students. I was the class clown, yucking it up. I was the class to... clown, too. Really? Yeah. 
dude, what kind of grades did you out. get in high school? Not real good. <laughs> not horrible, but not real good. I didn't really pay attention until I got to college. Yeah, I, really I tanked. Well. I tanked eleventh uh, and twelfth grade. I was just like, what's what's the point? What's why? Yeah, me too. I did. You know, I was like a B C. A, you know, I had all the letters. Yeah, the ABCs, you know? The <laughs> I had A's, all the letters. The I even had a C's. D. Yeah. I think okay. I ended up graduating with a um, 2.8 after just doing great ninth and 10th grade and then just progressively mailed it in um, to the point where in one game I wasn't academically eligible to play basketball. And then Whoa. I got in on academic uh, probation into college. Now, I graduated with like a 347 from college. I kind of got my act together. But yep, I had also. That was mine too. I totally tanked one semester there too. And, uh, and it cost me money because I was very fortunate that my dad had set aside money. He was going to pay for college, which was really fortunate. And he said, but you have to stay at a 35. And then I tanked one wow. semester. And I always look back and say, did I have. $6,500 worth of fun that semester. And I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> and that's the bummer. Oh, Should have gone bigger. New York City is a city. It has a larger population than 38 states. Now, that's pretty crazy. The metropolitan well, area of, of New York. States. All the boroughs. How many boroughs are there? Are there five? Five boroughs. What are they? The Long Island, the Queens, the nope, Manhattan. Not Long Island. Long what? Island is not a borough. Mm-hmm. What? Nope. Uh, the Queens, the Staten Island, Brooklyn, the Bronx, the, the, Bronx, the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Manhattan. There what you the go. heck? Long Island's not one of those things. Long yeah. Island is two counties: Suffolk and Nath- Nath- Nassau. <laughs> Nassau and Suffolk. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that I didn't know. How far away is Long Island from, like, Long I don't know, Island? Midtown? Um, 15, 18 miles. I don't know. Huh. Isn't Two Queens, hours. Isn't Queens <laughs> on the island? It's on Long Island? Jeez, guys. I didn't know there was going to be a geography hey, test Donna, today. You grew up in Jersey. Oh, it was just a hop, skip, and a jump for me to get to Manhattan, <laughs> is what she says. <laughs> Off air, usually, but trust me, guys. It's got a larger population than 38 states. Do you know the population of Minnesota? Um, by, oh, Minnesota. No, the whole state. I don't. Four and a half million? Okay, we'll, we'll find out. Oh, that's good, Rob. That's a great guess. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go 3.8. Population Just of Minnesota. So and the actual population is 5.64 hmm. million. You Iowa, little, little stupid baby state, only has 3.15 million. Wisconsin... Those wieners, 5.8 million. They beat us. Dang it. <sighs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh boy, yeah. All right. You want to get one of yours in about left-handedness? I do, because today's National Left-Handed Day. Oh, boy. Or Lefties Day. Oh, they're going to be so showy. Are you got either of you two left-handed? Well, of course not. Elizabeth Reese is. Barack Obama was. Oh, well, they're thought to be more creative. He was? Did he switch? He's, no, I don't know why I said was. Just because he's out of office. <laughs> I assume he has stayed with his dominant hand post-presidency, but that's a fair question. Well, you know. Wouldn't that be something if, if like, in your 50s you said, I'm a switch. I'm, a, I'm, a, yep. I'm, yeah. I'm lefty now. It's good to work your brain, though, that way. It is. Mothers over 40 are more likely to have left-handed babies. But that's bizarre. A study found that babies of moms over 40 are twice as likely to be lefties. Mm. Lefties like to drink more than righties. Whoa. Um, left-handed people make better athletes. It has everything to do with right-handed people being un- unable to effectively react and anticipate your movements. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Most left-handed people do learn to be ambidextrous. Mm. And uh, that's not because they want to, but because they have to. It's a right-handed world. Mm. You know, Alexa, And it's not genetic. I'm sorry. Alexis was talking about this this morning, and she mentioned how many My Talk hosts are left-handed. I think she I was and Jason... And Lori and maybe Don, at least. Wow, that's I maybe did not half. know that. Bradley oh, strikes me as a left-handed person. Yeah, he's got to be lefty. Who? There's no way he just, he's righty. Bradley. He just looks oh, like. Oh, I a think lefty. Bradley too. I think they mentioned Bradley too. He does look what? like a lefty. Doesn't he? Now like that I you say it, I go. That guy. You know, and you could look at people and go, "That one. That guy's got an Audi." Not an Audi car, but a belly button. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so who on the staff has an Audi? Yeah, that's a better question. Uh, Who's got an Audi? Not me. I'm Have you Audi. ever seen my navel, Donna? Uh, I don't think so. Want to take a guess? I do have I bunions. Think, I think you have partial Audi, partial innie. Like you've got an innie, but it's got the little button that you that is visible. You know, that's actually pretty correct, yeah. Boy, the what? belly button. It's a, yeah, you're almost exactly right. Oh, my God. You could, see? I could see? size everybody up. Fall back. Here she is. She's at a local uh, county carnival. <laughs> oh, I'll keep your shirt down. Don't tell the great Donna what is under there, I will guess. Oh, my God. Uh, happy Lefties Day to all of our lefty friends. They're going to okay. be very obnoxious about it. I can already sense it. So true. In China... Yeah. China. 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 (laughs) Some cops prefer guard geese over guard dogs because geese are more territorial and have better eyesight. You tell me instead of a canine unit, they're walking around with a geese car? I I have so many questions. Sick them, boys! I have a a, a magic show, Donna, that you actually need to watch. I think you might like this one. I'll explain what's going to happen, where you can watch it, when we come back. I'm very excited to hear about this new magic stunt Uh that you think would interest me. Well, Donna, uh, Brother Rob, you might not know this, but uh, a lot of the listeners know that Donna, and so too Don, very uninterested, 
in magicians. I don't really? think you Why? trust them. I and I love magic. Uh, Donna, would you like to frame it in your words? It's just creepy. Most <laughs> magicians look like vampires. I don't really. I think it's more about them than about really wanting to un- entertain us. Wasn't Steve Martin start out as? Didn't he start out as a magician? He did at uh, where was it? Not not Valley Fair at uh, Knott's Berry Farm in um, in California. That was where he got like his first stage gig. Yeah. I could see him like wearing a clown nose and being like, pick a card, any card. <laughs> you know, the we- now here's the weird thing, though. Everybody is pretty much fits their type, however they describe it. But then there's always like one abnormality. She doesn't like that magicians look like vampires, yet she thinks that Chris Angel is hot. And he's like one of the most <laughs> vampire looking of all of the magicians. And again, I like Chris Angel's magic. But if you're going to say you don't like the vampire looking guys, uh, what gives? He's not vampire looking as much as like a David Copperfield with the collar up. <laughs> you know, he's more of a trendy looking guy. Oh boy, he's Very more cute. of a, um, he's more of a hot topic guy. Let's not call that trendy. <laughs> I mean, God, uh, just will you? Oh, yeah, Lord. I could totally see him like an Ed uh, Ed Hardy Ed Hardy gear. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> now I need access to your Bumble. I need to see who you're swiping right on. Shut I'm concerned. Up. I, I want to see I'm these bummed. guys. Don't worry about it. You know David Blaine? Remember David Blaine? Yeah, he's kind of vampire-y. Kind of vampire Very theatrical in that he has yeah. this understated theatrical element to him where he he's always understated. talking monotone. And then he'll just be like, oh. Mm. And then sure. he'll spit out a card. But he's always just right down here. Do you see a card? Yeah. Look on the other side of that window. Boom! He's done, he's done all these big stunts, too. Stuff. He's been in that glass box over the River Tem. Is that how you say it? Tem. Oh. I'm not even going to try to correct you there. But, he, he, yeah, he's done that stunt. He's done... Um, he's been hanging before. He's done all these just weird, big, over-the-top stunts. And he happens to do unbelievable sleight-of-hand magic as well. Well, anyway, he is going to be back. He has got a new stunt... Coming to YouTube at the end of August. This one is called Ascension. And he's going to attempt to fly above New York City. I'm flying here. How's he going to get up in the air, Donna? I'll tell you how. Okay. Did you say rocket? Yeah. No. Cannonball? No. No, this is going to be great. He says he wants to turn worry to wonder, anxiety to awe. David Blaine on August 31st, live on YouTube, a stunt that has been 10 years in the making. He will fly above New York City by holding a bunch of helium-filled balloons. Does that work? We're going to find out on August 31st. He'll float across the Hudson River from New Jersey to his native New York City. August 31st, exclusively on YouTube. Now, uh, I have this... a problem with this. Okay. May I? Please. I'm just really worried about copycat stuff with kids. Kind of in the same vein as like jackass. Oh, sure. I'm just yeah. concerned. Well, I don't think you could ask... I don't think you have to worry about that because I think that you could get I, I think I, you could probably get 250 balloons, 500 balloons, and it wouldn't lift up 
a 100-pounder okay. into the sky, much less a 200-pound okay. adult male. That would be my assumption. Now, this is reminiscent of the uh, Pixar movie, one of many that you should see, Donna, which is Up. called I Up. did see it. It's okay, you remember that scene? Yeah, uh, sort of, kind it, of, not All exactly. the balloons, it I don't ends think up I was lifting, paying attention. lifts the house up and over. It was. Yeah. It's a very iconic scene. There's also a scene from uh, Curious George where this balloon stunt is executed. Can a real man do it? Let's... Let's let's Google this for a moment. How many helium balloons do you think like it would take? I feel like this has been done. I feel like he's not going to be the first person to do this. I will probably watch this, not live, but after the fact. Okay, if you weigh I, about 110 pounds, you would uh, need 3,571 balloons to lift your Wait, you might want to add 500 more, so let's get over 4,000 balloons if you actually would like to rise at a reasonable rate. That is from science.howstuffworks.com. Okay. How many balloons is he going to have? Now, I'm going to want to watch this. This is a, this will be this will be interesting. Why can't you just have one giant balloon and just put a lot of helium in it, like the equivalent of 2,000 balloons? Maybe he'll do that. We don't know. We're going to find out. Isn't there a helium shortage? Like, are they going to find enough helium to, for oh, him to do this trip? Rob. There is a helium shortage, Rob. Thank you How for asking. How do you know that? The only reason I know is I talked to a guy who at like one of like the model houses, you know, you ever go past that and they have like the mm-hmm. huge balloon in the sky and it's a very yeah. big balloon to get your attention. Sure. I happened to bump into a guy while he was filling it and I was like, I got questions for you. What's that balloon made of? How much helium goes in there? All this sort of stuff. And then he started talking about the helium shortage and the increased price of helium now. I think you will be able to get enough of it, but he'll pay a premium, Brother Rob. That's my guess. All right. Got it. All right. How about this for a headline? AMC theaters set 15 cent ticket prices for the first day of COVID era reopening. Woohoo! How fun is that? That is fun. So I believe August 20th is when they're set to re- um, reopen some of the locations. Okay. And so what they're doing is um, they're going to open just over 100 cinemas in the United States. So that accounts for like a sixth of its nationwide locations. Okay. They're going to offer 15 sec- uh, cent movie tickets. Um, to try to get, you know, customers back into the theaters. They're going to have classic films, though. So they're going to show Ghostbusters, Black Panther. Wow, I like that they call that a classic. Back to the Future, Grease. Tickets for those movies will be priced at $5 after opening day. I think it's a great gimmick. I think it's great. I think this is fun. This is, wow, it's really happening. This is... This is exciting. Now I want to find out um, what they're going to charge really... for popcorn. <laughs> Thirty-five dollars, <laughs> <Right? laughs> exactly. That's right. Um, um, as far as new movies go, um, the New Mutants is expected to debut on the twenty-eighth. Uh, finally, Christopher Nolan's Tenet is coming out on September third. I am excited about this. You know, here's here's my thought. If we're all very, very honest about this, and again, you know what I am so sick of, I've already said this, the couching of the COVID talk. And anytime you do anything, you feel like you have to justify Uh the legal thing that you've done or the place you've gone to. It's just very exhausting and irritating. 
Let me say this. We have these different, we have to, like, let's all just be honest. We have inconsistencies about what we subscribe to and what we believe is dangerous. So I bet, I'm sure there are some people who are like, movie theaters should not be open. But if you've been into a grocery store, please tell me why. Because there is so much more germ transmission that could happen at a grocery store than at a movie theater. I, I think agree. this is overdue and I'm, I welcome it and I will go. Okay. Well, here, you'll, you might be excited to hear that there is, I think it's a documentary on David Copperfield from Armando <laughs> Iannucci, Personal oh. History of David Copperfield, coming uh, in August. So coming now, you're this sure month. it's not the, the author, right? It says Armando Iannucci's Personal History of David Copperfield. But is, are we and, talking about the author or the magician? Because I'd be really disappointed if it was the author. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I there are two know. David Copperfields out there. Well, Who wants to watch a movie on an author. I don't know. People make weird movies, weird documentaries. I'll look into it. Russell Crowe also has a thriller opening called Unhinged. Okay. Efforting. Up Efforting. The personal history of Efforting. David Copperfield, and it is absolutely the author. Oh my gosh! Who wants to watch that? Well, you know, I don't know. There are movies about... It's like a biopic. The Personal History of uh, David Copperfield. And oh, and it stars one of my favorite, Dev Patel, as David Copperfield. Tilda Swinton will be in this. Hugh Laurie, who you remember from House. Right. Ben Wishaw. This is great. Boy, I would have been disappointed had I gone like with a deck of cards <laughs> and like these rings that I'm going to escape from at the Wearing end of the movie. Wearing a cape. Exactly. <laughs> <the> top hat. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was uh, talking about like getting dressed for the wrong thing. So I know this will sound very controversial. So I went uh, we, when I was in college, it was a private Christian university, it was a Pacific University out in California. And Mel Gibson at the time, so this would have been in like 2005, I guess, um, came to our school and was interviewed by an author, Lee Strobel, former journalist turned author, Lee Strobel. And uh, he was interviewed and then afterward had like the premiere screening of The Passion of the Christ. So we have like 3,000 oh, wow. people in this auditorium and he does like this 40 minute Q&A oh, and cool. it was really interesting. One of the uh, one of the people, <laughs> one of the students came dressed as William Wallace. So had a kilt on <laughs> his character from Braveheart and, you know, half of his chest is exposed. Oh, his no. face is painted. Very, like, funny when we see him. It's, ah, oh, this is great. Yeah, Mel Gibson's going to be here and he's going to try to get Mel's attention during the Q&A. If I remember correctly, he did. However, um, The Passion of the Christ, pretty heavy movie, especially toward the end. And he then, <laughs> all of us essentially walked out in silence. You know, it's this movie about yeah. the crucifixion of Christ. And we're all walking out sort of like solemn and in silence thinking about what we had just seen. And then there's William Wallace with his face paint on walking back to the dorms. And we were like, <laughs> how do you think he feels dressed as William Wallace right now? Which would have been me dressed as David Copperfield or worse yet, you know, like a Chris Angel kind of thing. Like, ah, magic. He and then it dressed as started. Christ. It would have been more apropos than William Wallace. I can tell you that much. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a bit of an awkward moment. But anyway, oh, the history man. of David, personal history of David Copperfield, for anybody just joining us, has nothing to do with the with Las David Vegas Copperfield. magician. <laughs> Good catch, Steve. Okay. Uh, thanks, Steve. That well, would have been we, really we funny been if you could go. for that. No, we couldn't have. But thank um, you. When we okay. come back, uh, you got some fun stuff.
I'm ready to go to a movie theater. I don't know if I'm ready to go to Sturgis. Wait until I tell you what happened at one bar during the Sturgis motorcycle rally. I don't think you're going to like it. We'll get into it. If you see something, say something when the Donna and Steve show returns on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. What's the matter, Steve? No, I'm feeling good, man. Why are you feeling, feeling good? good? I'm feeling right, good. To, all right, let's get to the segment then. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, oh man. Uh, If you are like super by the book, you're following all the mandates, you're wearing your mask at all the appropriate times, you're very cautious, and maybe you feel like your feathers get a bit ruffled when you're around folks who have a bit more cavalier or loosey-goosey approach to some things if that bugs you you're at a grocery store and you're like wait why is that person so close to that person i'm just gonna tell you where you shouldn't go right now you shouldn't uh go to the sturgis motorcycle rally it won't be a good good place for you donna what would you do if you were in a bar in sturgis because of a swipe right situation on bumble (laughs) <laughs> and then you would absolutely fit it at Sturgis. We'll, we'll save that for another time. But then at one bar, they apparently started having a sneezing contest. Oh, no. I mean, why? To see what who is the point? could sneeze the furthest. It's just, you know what it is? It's a screw you is what it is. They say the uh, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, according to Yahoo News, says it... Um, Attendees are just packing out bars, wrestling in bikinis, and scoffing at the few who wear face masks. Uh, Some attendees, they say, have taken a rather cavalier approach to the point where, yes, even uh, that one bar that had uh, a sneezing contest. And there are people just selling, you know, you know, like shirts there that are like there's a social distancing shirt. And then it has, it says social distancing, and then it's just a pistol, and then below it, it says Sturgis. There's another shirt that says bad Corona, shows the the germ, the virus, good Corona, and it shows the beer. That's cute. That's cute. I don't mind that. But I mean, how do you hold a sneezing, what does that mean? Like, whose schmutz can fly Mm -hmm. the further, farthest? Yeah. Of Gross. Course. Gross I mean, under even, any circumstance. Thank you. Even if we didn't have this going on, there's still cold and flu. Yeah. People are disgusting. I, th- you said this recently. At we're the end of the disgusting. day, we're all disgusting. <laughs> we are. They said people were during the sneeze, uh, who can sneeze the furthest contest, um, that people were laughing and applauding. And I said, 
what the heck? These people think it's fake. This is said uh, one guy who was at Sturgis who happened to have COVID-19 at some uh, previous point. And he was like, man, I know that this is an actual disease. So anyway. I just, it just, it hurts my heart. You know, if all these people stayed in South Dakota, (laughs) I was going to say it would be all right. But that's not really true because I used to live in South in Sioux Falls, and I had friends there. But they, they're all going to leave Sturgis. They're going to come back to Minnesota. They're going to come back to Wisconsin and bring Iowa that and Nebraska and all, the, all over the country and bring it with them. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem is will they all be together and then come back and, you know, spread it, spread it elsewhere. So that's your Sturgis Hi. update. My Talk 107.1, all things Sturgis all the time. 250,000 plus people. All are there. In one tiny little town at one time. Yep. Crazy. Great. Good to know. Now let's talk okay. about a salad that some people are overpaying for. Okay. There's a restaurant By the now. Way, in, Go ahead. I, I was just going to say another place that you won't find me is the salad bar. I love a salad bar. We have talked about this before. Multiple articles suggesting it is the death of the salad bar. That the salad bar I will know. be a thing of the past. Speaking of sneezing, they have that sneeze guard. Right there, we already knew under good circumstances that we are rolling the die. Right. And now it's, uh, yeah, they, they just think that they could go away. I, I would love to hit a fast forward button and for one day experience life in five years just to figure out. Oh, no, look, turns out they brought salad bars back. They got the virus under control. It's no longer a thing. And they're doing right. this again. Or... Is it gone? What are what are some of the permanent changes in in three years? Will there still be social distancing signs when you're at Target saying "Stand here, stand here"? Yeah, good question. I would love to just for one day experience the future. All right, now let me tell you about this salad. Seven dollars. There's a guy in Germany who posted a picture of his salad. Now the picture has gone viral. So. He ordered a like a tomato salad. Didn't even know you could order a tomato salad. A, if you see the picture, it is literally just sliced tomatoes. <laughs> there's raw onion on top. And he says there's no seasoning. There's no dressing on the side. It's just tomatoes and onions. It's essentially... Three like, tomatoes. Yeah. You get a, a few tomatoes and then onions. You know, as I look at that... Maybe seven bucks is okay at a restaurant for a bunch of tomatoes. Now, did he think it was coming with lettuce? That cheese might be involved? Maybe a crouton? So he paid $7 for that. For that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's Listen, probably... I mean, I paid $7 for a tiny glass of wine. Absolutely. You know? So everything's relative. Have you had Texas pro- toast before? Yes. Like from the from the yellow bag, like Texas toast at home? Oh. Like a crouton Texas toast? I've had a crouton Texas toast. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you meant the actual Texas toast, the bread. No, no, just the crouton version of Texas toast. Oh, sure. I probably have some in my cupboards right now. Isn't it divine? It's because it's buttery. It's the best crouton out there, I think. I have eaten many times. I I bet at least five times I've eaten a whole bag of Texas toast croutons. Sometimes I'll do that. Like, I'll just pour out a handful and just pop them in my mouth while I'm watching the yes. boob tube. But I have, I mean, I have eaten the whole bag in one sitting. Well, you're a growing boy. 
Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Did you follow it with a salad dressing chaser? <laughs> I had a shot of ranch. Right oh, next that'd to be it. a better story. That would be oh, a better story. Oh, oh Steve, you are a delight. Oh, I tell you, it, it is <laughs> varying levels of enjoyable to work opposite you, Donna. Thank you. I don't oh know what man, that I gotta go check the mailbox for your darn present. I have to make sure I have to open the box and make sure that it is the thing that I ordered. Because if I, you know, schedule some sort of a drop off for this gift and then you open it and it's, you know, stranger things have happened and it's the wrong thing, that would be bad. Why don't you just give it to me virtually? Uh, like no, we can no. do a Facebook Live thing. You hold it up. I'll go ooh. And then you'll say, I'll give it to you in like a couple months. I'll give it to you this Christmas. And it counts right. as my Christmas gift. When do you think I'll see you again? If I haven't seen you since probably know, June Steve. 23rd or probably like June, more like June 15th. I'm not sure, but I'm super, um, super sad about not getting to see you. I don't even watch you on TV. Hey! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lori and Julia are on. What do you want Oh, that's from right. Me? No, I don't I even pay attention to Twin teams. Cities Live. I have the, the app, and I just stream it live. LoJ, oh all the time, God. man. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.